Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream rise to the top for oh, you. Yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. He sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 336. Got it right this week, Scott. Well done. Thank you. Of the Fully Postable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother. Not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, joining us this week for the summer of saying dude love is the man that has put together one of the greatest sites for any wrestling figures ever made. I'd like to introduce Dylan from Wrestling Figure Database. Dylan, how you doing, man? Good. How are you guys? Doing well. It's a pleasure to have you on. Yes, I'm excited to be here. This is uh, a dream come true. <laughs> don't, don't worry, dude. We're just a couple of brothers from California. That's all, man. <laughs> That's what you think. Very important. Very important. Well, speaking of very important, you have put together a website that basically almost every single wrestling figure collector uses multiple times a day for whatever reason it may be. We're talking about wrestling figure database, of course. So bare bones, let's start at the beginning. Thought came to you. What happened? What happened was I originally was collecting Mattel elites and I have kind of really strict rules of collecting only between like 19 or I guess basically the start of the WWF to like year 2000. Uh And I was really trying to like bucket those into like old school, uh, golden era, new generation attitude era. And then like that kind of like transition into ruthless aggression. Mm -hmm. And so I started keeping like a ton of Excel spreadsheets and I was like, uh, you know, somebody else might have interest in this. And so I also had the idea of like, maybe I'll just post this to a website and see if somebody else wants to use it. And the other thing that I used to do was I would leave these ridiculous reviews on Amazon about wrestling figures, specifically Mattel's really, and just kind of like <laughs> my critiques on them. And so the original idea was like, put up a couple of checklists and also post reviews, but reviews turned out to be just like, there's so much work. You uh-huh. gotta like really dive in. And I, I just, I don't have the attention to detail that wrestling fans look for. Mm-hmm. And so originally it literally just started as like, let me throw up every Mattel ever made. And then it just spiraled rapidly out of control into uh, let's do Mattel then let's do like jacks and keep going from there. And it's just become what it is now. Like one great singer said, don't stop till you get enough, huh? I, <laughs> and I'll never stop. I'll never have enough. Baby. It's so impressive. <laughs> Thanks man. The, just the website. It. Um, it's it, like Jeff always says, it's literally like every figure made and it's so broken out and, and particular, like, I want to look for just Mattel elites. Well, you can go to WWE and then Mattel, and then you have 
elite mainline and then you've got all the other versions of the elites that came out it's just it's so impressive the way you have it broken out but i've got to know where did the pictures come from so uh i'm glad that you brought that up because it's one thing that i i don't do enough of so one on the website there is a sources section where i basically i give some credit to people that i've worked with on this and that ranges from like uh, the gentleman who Brutus Valentine, who wrote like the LJN WWF book, Fig Heel, who's been like super generous with photos and information and checklists, has book, who's been giving me like high res Hasbro figure pictures of like rare stuff that he doesn't have to. Um, nice. Even even like the Major Brothers, you guys, uh, and then there's a ton of like very generous people on social media who kind of like see what's happening on the site and want to participate. And they've been like more than generous with like providing imagery to me. So like Instagram, there's a gentleman, uh, Scott who runs foreign objects, which is like a Japanese page. And he gives me a ton of like rare foreign stuff that like, there's not pictures out there. And so like getting them on the site is actually like a pretty big win. And like before him, there was junk shop dog before he was junk shop, jo- jump shop, <laughs> before he was junk shop dog. Uh, he was dealing in chair pros and all those Japanese figures. And he brought like all the figures and just said like, yeah, go for it. There's toyetic toys on eBay who, has like i actually asked him i was like are you stom from the w figs board like he has so much stuff that's crazy <laughs> rare stuff and he's literally just been like yeah take the pictures post them to the site and like totally selfless with it mm-hmm. um and then like there's obviously wwe mattel galleries like those come in just snag those but a lot of it honestly is like these unsung heroes on ebay who take the time to take nice pictures and like they're not watermarked and it's like i'll pull those down ask for permission and just run with them from there that's so interesting because as you and i were chatting about before scott jumped on and not discussing it this ever but i had the same idea to do with the fully posable website and I talked to our web developer and he was like, man, honestly, he goes, I don't know how you would do something like that. <laughs> well, yeah, it, was, it was a tall task. It was a tall task. And uh, it was accomplished by someone. And that someone is on our show right now, Dylan. So yeah. it, is, it is great, man. It is a great website. And you've probably heard it numerous times on the show. I mean, obviously, I every single week I plug it. But at the same time, you hear a lot of people at the, also saying, Oh yeah, I was on database today, or I was on the uh, figure database, and and you, they just say that the database or the figure database, and everybody knows what they mean. Yeah, it's universally loved. There's a uh, there's been a few times where I question what the hell I'm doing because <laughs> I mean the hours involved they're they're countless at yeah. this point. Like uh, I have a very patient wife 
who's let me kind of like dive into this when like, you know, I go down a rabbit hole of like, oh, I got to get this line of micros that nobody gives a S about, <laughs> but like, uh, are we family friendly? We're you can, you can friendly. say, sh- I, you can say shit. We've evolved. Nobody gives a, a shit about. Yeah. Yes. Um, there you go. Uh, but it's like, those are the ones that like, I love getting up there because it's like, nobody gives a shit about them, but like, I want to catalog them for posterity's sake. And like, she'll let me do that. Yeah. Um, but like, there's been a few times where it's like, I question what I'm doing. And then it's like, I'll get one of those messages either from like you guys or like on Twitter where it's like, thanks to the database. Like I was able to figure this out. Yeah. It's like, Oh, all right. Like, yeah, it's stupid. And it's, <laughs> it's wrestling figures, but like, you know, it's, it's our stupid. And so, uh, yeah, I love it. Well, I think it's great because you know wrestling figures have made it when you get a website like this because I believe there's a Motu site that does this. There's definitely a G.I. Joe site that does it where everything is is sorted and cataloged and there's pictures available and it's all available right there on one website. Wrestling figures never had that. You had some that were devoted to like LJN, others for Hasbro's. There wasn't one that was like all-encompassing. So the work you've done, it's just, it's incredible it's used by everybody. It's universally loved. So just as a wrestling figure collector, I just want to say thank you. My pleasure. And like that, uh, I'm glad that you mentioned that too, because it's like, uh, I think it's yojo.com. Uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, I got into GI Joe's and that site, I spent so many hours on it. Just yeah, finding out what I had in these like gigantic lots that I had purchased. And that was kind of like part of like, I think there, there was like a little brain worm that started where it was like, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. man, like why the heck don't we have something like this for wrestling? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then like the other thing I really didn't like was that like the wrestling stuff was so spread out. Like you could go to the boards and learn about a particular line. You could go to figure realm and learn about a line, but like the variants were missing Mm -hmm, Uh, or you could go to like figure collections and like, they probably had the whole checklist, but like we're missing pictures. Like there wasn't, there wasn't one that brought it all together. And that's what I wanted to do with this. So. I appreciate it. Thank you. Mission accomplished, dude. It's incredible. Thanks. Everybody knows where to find our shirts, where to find our shows. Dylan, we basically plugged your website already. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need to talk about it anymore. We're gonna. (laughs) In fact, I'm going to have you do the read for the nostalgia segment. So (laughs) (laughs) sounds good. Surprise. Uh, Dylan, Outside of wrestling figures, are you collecting anything else? You mentioned that you were collecting or you were diving into Joe's at the beginning of the pandemic. Has that slowed down? Everything is slowed down for me. Okay. Um, I, so I went really hot and heavy on vintage Joe's um, right at the start of the pandemic, buying up a ton of lots and grabbing all the good stuff, selling the rest and flipping. And it was awesome. I've got a really good Joe collection uh joe's uh star wars more modern than vintage and wrestling i would say are my three big big buckets big passions yeah yep oh ninja turtles i also 
vintage ninja turtles and i know you guys like the the neca stuff but i had to get out of the neca stuff dude i started to kind of dip my toe into it and i picked up a few and i was like nope 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 got it gotta stop yeah <laughs> yeah it's slippery slope so dylan no interest in the gi joe classified line then oh scott that's that's a loaded question uh so i'm not gonna say that uh croc or uh Croc Master and Fiona are back here along nice. with Storm Shadow. Oh, uh, you got Storm and, Shadow too? And Spirit. Excellent. Those arrived today. Yeah, dude. Mine just arrived right here. I'm just looking right at them, in fact. Lucky. Yeah. That's awesome. I uh I'm really conflicted on it. I love them. Yeah. But they're great. Do I need them? Do I have this like the nostalgic connection to them like I do with the vintage ones? I don't know. Like I Yes, you do. <laughs> I'm, I'm considering like really culling down my collection to like 80 whatever the start was to like 89 and then just like collecting the classifieds that meet those criteria i got you yeah we were kind of talking about this last week too it's one of those if i have an emotional attachment to it i'm gonna get it so i'm more attached to the classified figures that closely resemble what they were in the 80s yes and if I have an attachment to the character, that's even better. What I don't get are characters that were after my Joe collecting days. For example, Kamakura came out yep. after I had stopped collecting Joes. So when he was available for pre-order, I passed on him. So yep. that's just an example. There are going to be ones that I pass on. I'm definitely not a completist when it comes to it. But when we get to the news, we're going to discuss a HasLab project that I'm fairly certain I'm going to be diving into. That does involve the Joe classified line. Hold on. Scott is going to dive into it. Not <laughs> well, pretty I have to have sure. a conversation with my wife <laughs> on our upcoming uh, trip next week. <laughs> I have to have a, a conversation about it. We'll see. Make sure it's before you walk into Disneyland because there's always that rush of excitement to get into the park. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so kind of make sure it's right before you walk in on the first day. Yes. Because if you do it on the third day and you guys are all butt tired, it ain't happening, dude. Or, or maybe I wait until we get to the Tiki Bar in Palm Springs, <laughs> have a few rounds, and then, hey, by the way, uh, you know Hasbro, <laughs> they're doing this tank. and uh... It's $300, but I mean, don't look at that. Don't look at that. <laughs> <laughs> See, for me, uh, you had mentioned Dylan Crockmaster right behind you there. That was one that was right on the cusp of when I had stopped collecting, but I had him in my collection. So I had to really think about that one. Do I need it? And then I just, I thought the figure was so good. So I bought it and no regrets. I literally, so while we're talking, I made the horrible mistake of going to Yojo and clicking on where I thought that I would cut off, which is 89. Right. And I see deep six. I got to have, if they come out with a deep six and like the neon blue, like I got to have that. And then I looked at 90 and I was like, Man, I'm gonna need. Uh, oh God, what's his name? Pathfinder. Oh yeah, see that was after my time. Salvo. I remember Undertow. that guy. Like there, it's it's not as clean as I I hope it. <laughs> I wish it would be. <laughs> you got a couple extra years in there. That's gonna be a lot of figures that they're gonna be looking at bringing out. I know it's bad. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a super slippery slope because once you justify, you know, three or four figures. Now yep. you got a collection on your hands. Oh yeah. Agreed. So Scott, you, uh, did you get Fiona and Croc or is that your BBTS pile of loot? 
Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It's in the pile of loot along with, um, oh gosh, what else is in there? Hogan and Mr. T. Uh, uh, I've got Mr. T in there. Hogan has not hit yet. Okay. Uh, Mr. T is in there. Hogan is not. Uh, Crockmaster and Fiona and the McFarlane, Batman and Robin from the Dark Knight Returns collection. Uh, that's all sitting in my pile of loot. So I'm waiting on the Hogan to hit and the Batman movie figure in his costume from McFarlane. I'm waiting for that to hit and then I'm going to ship the pile of loot. Okay. That's, yeah, so I've got some stuff sitting there. <laughs> you got a couple toys sitting there, dude. Yeah, I got a few things sitting in the bucket. Yeah. Speaking of sitting, I uh, I got your... Whatchamacallit's over here, the uh, the towers. What are those things? Uh, the Detoffs. Detoffs, thank you. Yeah, I got to get my hands on those. I got some stuff to put in them. I can imagine. There's probably some He-Man figures, some Batman figures. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you got a big trunk. I'm going to put my bike in it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Dylan, have you been listening to the show too long? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Evolve with us. <laughs> yes. Come to the dark side, dude. <laughs> Once you get the detail, are you going to be getting the lighting and everything to go in it? Yeah, I think so. So Ikea sells one that apparently just clips at the top. Okay. And I think just shines straight down, which is cool until you start thinking about you're going to have figures on every shelf. So I would imagine the figures on the very bottom shelf are going to be pretty dark. I wouldn't get a lot of light. So I think I had sent it to you. I had found a kit for the details that has uh, lighting that goes underneath each shelf and it's all led. It hooks up to one power source. So I think I'm going to try one of those and see how it goes. Yeah. That way every shelf has its own set of lighting. Now, Dylan, did you collect the GI Joe's turtles star Wars when you were younger? I definitely had turtles. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember specifically owning like the soft heads and uh, a bunch of other ones in terms of GI Joe's. I didn't personally collect them, but my father's girlfriend's son did. And I remember like specifically playing with like the tactical battle platform and like throwing guys in parachutes off of like the balcony. So Um, I I just have very fond. I hated everything about their relationship except the GI Joes. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, based on that, she can stay. (laughs) If he gets rid of that Joe collection, she's out of here. (laughs) She's gone. (laughs) Yeah, as you've heard on the show, those were our era, man. It was uh, was LJNs for sure. G.I. Joe's for Scott. Transformers for me. Mask. It was all those 80s toys. Basically, all those cartoons that they put together just to sell toys. And then it was pretty much like mom cut it off because it was getting out of control. There were so many toy lines we were in. And I think like after 88, it literally became LJNs and starting lineups. And that was pretty much it. Oh, and Remco's of course, but they cut off at like 86, 87, but it was LJNs and starting lineups really exclusively starting in 88. Are starting lineups going to be mentioned this show? Probably. Maybe (laughs) stay tuned. That was a natural transition right there. You missed it, man. Where'd that come from? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Real quick, uh, I was mentioning about the Cameron Grimes last week, and we were kind of talking, is it going to be all box, whatnot? Uh, Thank you to Jordan Cassatt. He did send over a screenshot from Instagram. Someone asked Bill on Instagram, and it wasn't Steve, it was Bill. Uh, He said, plastic-free packaging, question mark. Bill replied, nope, it's exactly like the Firefly Funhouse Bray figure packaging. 
the NWO Wolfpack Hogan figure packaging. So it is not all cardboard just yet. All right. Not just yet. Not just yet. It's coming though. It's coming for sure. I'm kind of curious when it's in a hit. Like, is it to be like that 100 elite series? I heard your, your conversation about that today. I'm a loose collector, 100%. Mm-hmm. I know that we're mortal enemies because of that. Um, <laughs> right to the heart, Dylan. <laughs> but, I mean, even as a loose collector, I really don't like it. There's just too much going on with, like, paint apps and, like, scuffing and yes. stuff like that, where it's like, I, I look before I buy. And, like... Absolutely. I can just picture a lot more, like, returning... For sure. And that it, it, to me also, I mentioned this last week, it, a lot of it was the fun of walking down the aisle and physically seeing mm, the figure yeah. on the pegs. Now yeah. you're going to be seeing a box and that's, it, it takes the fun out of it too. I mean, aside from the whole signature standpoint, not seeing the figure on the pegs to me is just, that's the deal breaker. Jordan was talking about how, when he purchases it, he goes right into his car and pops it open. As he said, he's lost a few uh, accessories that have gone with the figures due to that, <laughs> but he has to check it over. He has to check over. Is there any, you know, is there any eyes off to the left? Is there any, <laughs> you know, is, is a hand miss, you know, whatever it may be, he's got to check it over. So he can just run back in real quick and go purchase another one if they have another one. Right. But then what is the return policy going to be on these things too? Great question. We won't know. Yeah, I, we'll find out. Target's getting slammed with returns right now. Are they? Yeah. A lot of people returning stuff that they've purchased and they're like, eh, I don't need that. Ah, pandemic regrets. I wouldn't say pandemic regrets. It's more inflation, need to save money. Did I really need to yeah. buy this oh, type, type thing? Right. So, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Totally makes sense, dude. Those type of financials. So thank you to Jordan Cassatt for sending that over. We're going to just jump into the news. Scott. We'll start off with you first. Yes. So before I get into the upcoming HasLab, I want to throw out a special thank you to Chad Ecto Young at Horror Movies Barbecue, who supplied the Brock Lesnar head for the figure that ultimately became the Brock Lesnar figure in Big Josh's collection. Steve Hoker did a little custom job, got a Brock Lesnar figure put together for Big Josh. It arrived just in time for his birthday. So I want to send out a huge thank you to Chad Ecto Young for that. In addition to thanking Chad for all the laughs on Facebook, it's constant. Thanks a lot, dude. I appreciate it. And Big Josh certainly appreciates that Brock Lesnar figure. So just want to throw out a huge thank you right there. Thank you, Chad. So on to the HasLab, which all of the G.I. Joe, and we're going to dip right into G.I. Joe here, the classified series. We've all been patiently waiting for what the announcement was going to be. You know, is it going to be the, the striker? Is it going to be the jet like we got with the three and three quarter inch? Is it going to be a vamp? I think we all pretty much could have guessed it's a hiss tank. And this thing is going to be massive. It is $300, which comes out to like $350 after taxes and everything. There are already, it funded, by the way. They launched it, and within four and a half hours of launch, it funded, which is amazing. I, look, <laughs> to talk about underestimating what property they had in GI Joe when this classified line launched. It was so hard to get figures. We were griping about distribution with these things constantly. I think this really proves GI Joe is a viable property for Hasbro. The fan interest is there. The first HasLab out of the gates, not only did it fund in four and a half hours, 
as of right now, we've already unlocked two of the four tiers of unlockables. It's incredible. The Hiss tank is awesome. It's got LED lighting. It comes with the driver. Anybody that does the buy-in, you're going to get a Ron Rudat drawn figure. Basically, he created this, I think it's called a tactician, a Hiss driver or a Hiss tactician. That, so you're getting two figures just in the pre-order. We've already unlocked two of the four tiers. For 350 what you can sell it for afterwards, even if you're just looking at it as a, a, a speculation buy, I don't think you can go wrong. This thing, I, I'm fairly certain at this point, it's still got like 48 days or something left on it. It's definitely going to hit the four tier unlocks. I can't wait to see what the last two tiers are going to be. Again, I have to have a conversation with the wife about <laughs> jumping in on this thing. I'm just picturing the massive size of this, this his tank. It's got the turret on top working canopy, lights inside, it projects a Cobra logo. I mean, this thing is just, it's pimped out. It looks amazing. That is the first classified HasLab for the GI Joe line. And man, the fan interest in this property alone, we talk about GI Joe, it seems every week, but just seeing this thing fun so quickly, talk about fans putting their money where their mouth is. It's, just, it's not, if the next HasLab happens for GI Joe, it's when and how many are they going to do? Because there's a Star Wars one sitting on there right now for a lightsaber that I think is only at like 20% of funding Ooh. and has maybe like 15 days left, something crazy like that. The G.I. Joe one funded in four and a half hours. That's incredible. And when you say funded, it had to hit 8,000 backers, right? It hit 8,000 in four and a half hours. Okay. And to unlock, I think it was what, the, um, the missile launchers or something like that? Wasn't it something? Uh, yes. So first it had to fund. To get the tactician. Yeah. First it had to fund and then you got the tactician. Then you had the first two tiers unlock. The second tier just unlocked today. So it's been live for what, a day, maybe a day and a half. Uh, so two unlocks already. The first was a set of missiles that went on each side of the hiss. And the second unlock were panels that would make it look at more like the original hiss tank from the 80s in addition to a clear canopy that goes on top. Instead of the, the clear with the red stripes on it like they've got, this would be a clear one to more mirror what we got in the 80s. But this thing, just the size of it, in the six-inch scale, this thing's massive. Now, they haven't said what Tier 3 and Tier 4 is going to be, right? Correct. You don't know what they are until you unlock them. So I'm thinking, honestly, those first two unlocks were, I hate to say it, but kind of underwhelming when your brain starts to run wild of everything that could possibly be. But I'm thinking the last four, the last two tiers, I should say, out of the four, I think is going to be one figure and it's going to be the trailer with the missiles on it. I forget what I saw, but I thought there, I saw something where it was like specifically saying that they would be upgrades to the hiss. So I wouldn't be surprised if like the trailer is part of it. Yes. Um, I don't know. I would love another figure, but I don't know if, that's going to come. Well, what's crazy is remember when Mattel did the, the first Mattel creations last year, they had to do that macho man sweetener. Yes. We're not going to get that with this because it funded in four and a half hours. So <laughs> there's like, there's nothing incentive wise they can give us to jump in at this point. It's just, you guys did this so quick. Okay. Let's just kind of figure out the four tiers. Cause we know we're going to hit that. So unfortunately I don't think we're going to get a sweetener, which I was hoping that I was hoping they would, give us a sweetener and like at least in the form of another figure but we'll see but i would imagine by the what mid next week 
all four tiers are going to be unlocked. <laughs> 8,000 Cobra marks unlocked the, uh, his tank like right away, dude. It was immediate. It, it's just watching how long it took Mattel to fund the ring. Not to compare G.I. Joe and wrestling, but just that was the most recent one that I was a part of and fully invested in. Um, seeing how long that took to fund and then seeing this go in four and a half hours, I was like, holy crap. Like yeah. the interest is definitely there. Distribution is getting better. Hasbro's definitely seeing, okay, G.I. Joe is a valuable, viable property for us to move forward with. I, I think they're going to be all in on this thing. And they're already talking about 100 figures by the end of 2023 are going to be released through Hasbro for the classified line. Good Lord. Yeah. I love it. It's great. It's just, it's that, that eighties nostalgia, good feeling that GI Joe gives me, dude. And I just, I love collecting it. But by the way, it's three fifty four to be exact. Three fifty four. Thank you. Yes. Well, that's because, because I think it's like California tax or whatnot, but. So next week when we're recording and I'm in Palm Springs talking to you, I'll let you know how that conversation goes. Okay. And hopefully uh, you'll see some ex wrestlers in Disneyland. Oh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But apparently he got let go. So, oh uh, boy, too too soon. Yeah, too too soon. (laughs) But Dylan, I got to ask. So this falls within your years of GI Joe collecting. Is this, is this going to happen? You still have like 40 so days to jump in on this thing. So I will not do it if I don't back it within the early bird backer period. You still get that um, figure. Yes. So that's where I'd have to be to do it. Um, honestly, I'm so wishy-washy on the classified uh, at this point that I think I'll probably pass. And I, I think gotcha. I'll probably try to get out of the line. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah I just, if you get into this, you're in for sure. Yeah. I, uh, I don't have the space. There's lots of reasons. I, I I'd love to, but just trying to be smart. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Let me kind of just throw this. No, at you. no, Jeff. So let me no. just throw this at you. No. Do you see no. what I deal with every week with yes. this guy? No. Have so, you spray him in the face with water? Yes, exactly. <laughs> down, down. Oh, that's acid. Sorry. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I'm just saying the Jabba's Barge has lab was $300. I sent eBay listings over to Scott last week. People were selling them for 2,900 and those were sold listings on eBay. So that's a very bad argument. Oh, because Java's barge is gigantic. This is a 10 inch tall, his tank. Okay. Touche. Touche. And so actually I heard your, your last week's show today and I was like, Oh man, Java's barge was 300, 400, and yep. this is 300. Yep. I was like, uh, I think I'm out. So <laughs> yeah, I, I, there's a, a few red flags for me. I, I love it and I, I want it. I obviously it funded, so that's awesome, but I, it just might not be for me. Got it. I got gotcha. it. I understand, man, C- completely. It's all what people collect and, you know, where the, co- where it falls into the collection. Meanwhile, I bought three new gen rings. So, <laughs> oh, you did. You got three. That's awesome. I did the same, dude. I get it. I live on the streets now. <laughs> <laughs> At least until you get those rings, then you're going to be living large. <laughs> yeah. Some people have already sold the ring, not even having it in hand. eBay sold listings for about a thousand dollars. One went for a thousand. The rest were about six twenty-five, six fifty. But the second those hit people's hands, a lot there's going to be a lot of uh, FOMO going on for a lot of people that missed out on it. 
but then you have to wait like the extra two year FOMO to like really cash in. Yes. <laughs> Good point. Playing the long game. I hear what you do. I hear what you're doing. I hear what you're doing. Speaking of Hasbro, they have a little bit more information regarding starting lineups and they will kick off with six inch NBA figures. Here we go. Hasbro has announced that the figures for their new six inch starting lineup line they announced back in April will be NBA based one, which will drop on September 22nd, 2022. Here's the official press release today. Hasbro Inc has announced partnership with NBA associate or national basketball association, NBA, and the Players Association for the highly anticipated relaunch of starting lineup and iconic sports collectibles brand. The starting lineup collectible will also include an exclusive officially licensed Panini NBA trading card launching this fall in partnership with Fanatics, a global digital sports platform. Panini? Interesting. Okay. The return to starting lineup brand will continue its legacy of bringing fans and collectors their favorite athletes in action figure form, but with design like never before in highly articulated six inch scale, man, why are goddamn six inch scale? I swear to God, dude, these aren't your dad's starting lineup figures is what you're saying. (laughs) Basically. Yep. Uh, We look forward to the relaunch, blah, 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 blah. We are thrilled to be partners with Hasbro and Panini. Okay. So anyways, they're going with a six inch line. So I got asked, what do I think is going to be the first series? Now, Dylan, I don't know if you're a basketball fan or not. You're not? Okay, got it. So I'm thinking Steph, LeBron. For sure, for sure. Uh, Ja Morant from Memphis. Uh, makes sense, yeah. Um, I'm thinking... Think- Luka from Dallas. Luka, Jokic, and uh, maybe Durant. Or, yeah, it'll be Durant. Probably Durant. So I'm, that's my prediction for the first six. We'll see how close I am on that. But do you think they throw in a Legends figure, like a, say, a Kobe? I think that's going to be a special release one, honestly. Or do you think the Legends will have their own line? Because you know how Mattel Elite does it. You know, you get like five or six names and one Legend. Oh, that's a good call. They could do that, dude. Yeah. So I'm wondering if maybe they do something similar, if they don't want to shoot a whole Legends line out there. You just kind of sprinkle the Legends into the uh, the main waves, you know? Yeah. I'm excited for this. Um, actually, I, this is a really interesting question. You know, you remember that link you keep sending me that shows the stuff for was it three hundred dollars? Which, by the way, I'll send that to you tomorrow because I forgot to send it to you earlier this week. Aren't you leaving for Disneyland tomorrow? That's not important. I oh, can okay. send you a link. It's fine. <laughs> Jerk. But <laughs> <laughs> will this step? Let's say they make Steph in Wave One. Will this bring down the price of that uh, highly articulated one that's on Big Bad Toy Store? Absolutely not. That's yep. apples and oranges, dude. Absolutely so? not. No, no, no. That would be like saying, does this Mattel Legends store bring down the value of that Hot Toys store or the Sideshow Collectibles store? Touche. Absolutely not, dude. No, no, no. That Because that Steph Curry, the Interbay one is super limited. Right. Whereas the starting lineup, it's going to have some production numbers to it. So no, dude, there's no comparison. So you still need to buy that Interbay Steph Curry and the Michael Jordan. Uh, oh, you mean the $600 Michael Jordan? Correct. Drop a grand. <laughs> just drop a grand. Just do it, dude. Just do it. All right. Let me go get I'm, my I'm just doing to you what you were doing to Dylan earlier. That's all. <laughs> just go drop a grand on BBTS. It's fine, dude. All you got to do is say no. Oh. <laughs> oh. It doesn't work like that on the show. We try. It just... We try, man. No is ignored. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So you say no, Scott. Huh? 
Oh yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. There will be no, no conflict of values there at all. One's not going to influence the other, but I, I do see these things hovering around the $25 price point. If not more. If, yeah, I would say starting point is 25. Uh, who knows where we're going to be on price hikes by the time September rolls around, but I'm going to say a, a smart bets, 2499 on these things. Okay. All right. All right, moving over to wrestling. We're going to jump over to Storm Collectibles. During Forbidden Door, they released pictures of their Minoru Suzuki figure that is going to be coming out. It's Minoru Suzuki. It's got the towel over the head. That's the only shot they showed. Six-inch scale? Uh, of course. It's their normal Storm figures. You know. Okay, good. Yeah, like what Hogan was and stuff like that. And Jushin Liger. That's and- perfect. So it's in scale with the rest of them. Yep, exactly. So Excellent. Looking forward to that. That will be pre-order here shortly, I believe, on Ringside Collectibles. Mattel showed off some figures today. Ruthless Aggression Series, Rey Mysterio in all white, going back to his first Ruthless Aggression, right? Nice, yep. Booker T in NWO trunks. He does come with white pants and a mic. And RVD with that 2000, what year was that? About 2000 IC title, 99, 2000. Probably past 2000 because I don't have any... I, it went for a while. It definitely went for a while. It, it wasn't the best IC title, but Rock held it, Triple H held it, yada, yada, yada. So, But RVD will be coming with that. They also showed off pictures. The, all these pictures were seen on WWE.com slash Mattel. Elite Legends, Molly Holly. She comes with an extra head. Cape, uh, there is a variant that is Molly in blue. Farouk from the Acolytes with the WWF tag title. Bradshaw with the WWF tag title. Ray Mysterio with big gold belt, long gray, silver robe. All right, Dylan, you getting any of those? Yes. Okay. Uh, I have already toted the <laughs> old uh, Bradshaw and Farouk APA with the shirts and jeans. Yeah. Yep. In preparation for these, I love the Acolytes. And mm-hmm. so I am extremely excited for this release. Um, Ray, probably not a little bit past where I stop my collecting. Ray for me is always a WCW guy, and seeing Ray and WWF gear with belts and stuff like that is always very weird to me. Um, <laughs> understood. Although, I don't, is this supposed to be what era Ray is this? So if you look at it, it's, he comes with the world title. So that's oh six. Which is right. Okay. But then like on the card though, if you look, I think it says something about ECW. Yeah. So was it an ECW one night stand that he came out in? That? Oh, if that's the case, then oh. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So. Then no, I'm good on that. Uh, Molly Holly question mark. If I see it, maybe uh, she was around in the time frame that I collected, uh, but wasn't like, I don't feel ton of nostalgia for so got it got it it does look really really good it's uh it's got the pink cape you know the she just it looks like a really good figure of her so it looks like my weekend attire (laughs) (laughs) are you drinking blackened in water or something (laughs) no man that's just me man (laughs) (laughs) no man i don't drink I think uh, those acolytes figure looks, those guys are just fantastic. Yeah. Those I, look so good. I love acolytes, Bradshaw, and I, I love Ron Simmons because I'm a WCW guy and I 
love Ron Simmons as the first black champion and then kind of just seeing as he kind of progresses through. Yeah. And so I, I'll pick up most Ron Simmons figures. If you have anything for JBL, send it on out. We'll uh, get it signed for you. He's going to be out here in August. Yep. He's a piece of shit. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> so Dylan, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> I like JBL the wrestler. Okay. Or, no, I like Bradshaw the wrestler. <laughs> JBL, I'm good. Got it. We, we met him in New Orleans. You could tell he was reluctant because Scott was chasing him down to get a picture because i did that's right yeah <laughs> that's scott's mo but uh he uh you could tell he didn't really want to take the picture but he he did to his credit he did so and the only reason he was champion is because triple h didn't want to work tuesdays <laughs> well done dude well done <laughs> who was that promo uh paul that Heyman, was Heyman at oh, ecw yeah, one night go. stand yeah all right let's move over to elite 95 big e will be coming with the I put wwf wwe title john chenna from his return last year uh green you can't see me hat green respect shirt jimmy uso blue smackdown title with a lay and uso's hat shotzi's first elite the battle helmet that she comes out in her tongue is sticking out and she does come with the hands that have the metal horns nice and eddie guerrero smackdown tag title from the 03 era variant will be eddie in black tights all right i think it's all in agreement we all need shotzi's first figure for sure Dylan, I don't, but it's an awesome figure. Even if I don't collect it, like you have to appreciate the art, like the artistry on a lot of this stuff. And yeah. for sure. shots, that Shotzi figure is awesome. Yeah. The tattoos, the deco, it's really good. All of them, everything that Mattel does right now, generally mm-hmm. is pretty damn good, even if I don't collect it. Yeah. It seems like, and I'm guilty of this. It seems like a lot of people hone in on their downfalls which is brett heads you know uh <laughs> yeah. that's, it is it's the truth man but you know brett heads uh who else do they they still haven't really captured eh, sasha sasha well <laughs> don't matter now does it does, don't matter now dude <laughs> yeah but uh they have more hits than misses it's they're just crushing it you know i was having a conversation with someone and when it's all said and done, Mattel will probably have the best figures ever produced for WWE, WWF. That's what Jordan and, Cassatt said too. Yeah. He's like, they're basically uh, the best right now. Yeah. And I, it, as, as much as all of us nostalgia kids want to go back to LJNs and Hasbro's and be like, no, these are the best. Like you can't deny how great Mattel is doing. These ultimates are just home runs after home runs. Uh, you know, the elites even just putting out the Shotzi figure, it, they're just hitting home run after home run. I think they hit different feels. Mm-hmm. Like we, I don't know if we'll talk about like LJMs and OSDM, OS FTMs later, but like those definitely do their thing. And then now, like in this time period in 2022, like yeah, Mattel is just murdering it. But like at the same time, like LJN is incredible for Mm -hmm. like the eighties. So like, for sure. I think what I look at is like, they're not junk for like the 2010s. Like they're very high quality figures that I am happy to pay $20 to Mm -hmm. not like, don't hurt me, but like BCAs or something like that. Like 
I'm not hurting you, dude. <laughs> BCA is like the they don't look like the character and like they don't have the posability. Like they're fun, but like they aren't the thing. Yeah, and they so, were they were fun to wrestle around with at the time. Yeah. But they had they definitely had some big faults, and I can't really point any of that at Mattel right now, at least. Yeah. Moving over to Elite 96, the lineup was announced. Brock Lesnar, Shinsuke Nakamura, Hulk Hogan, Dewdrop, Kofi Kingston, and Ilya Dragunov. I was I can never pronounce his first name. The Hulk Hogan somebody sent over. Uh, Jordan Cassatt. Thank you, Jordan, for sending this over. Over on WrestlingCollectorShop.com, there's a description. It says Hulk Hogan with war bonnet, license plate, necklace. Somebody found the Hulk Hogan with the war helmet and the license plate necklace and put it next to, to each other. And all right, I got to play this game with you, Scott. I know you're a huge Hogan, Mark. Yeah. You don't collect all of his figures. You will go after the ultimates. Yes. Is this one you get? For sure. With, without even hesitation. Yes. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. He wore this for his feud with Bad News Brown, didn't he? I want to say yes. I think you're correct on that. Okay. I, I want to say he wore this for his feud with Bad News. I don't know what he's holding in his left hand. What it looks like is a motorcycle gas tank. Yes. Is that what it is? Or it's like that side frame. That's what it looked like to me is the side frame of a motorcycle. Uh, right. That's what it looks like to me. Like that piece that goes in front of the seat. I'm not a motorcycle guy, so I don't know what that's called, but it looks like the gas tank to me. Um, that's the, the phalange. The phalange. <laughs> <laughs> It's the hook that comes off the Ford sink. Um, if anything, I'm literally buying this for the helmet that has the fist on it. It is the only other thing I can think Hogan wise that would maybe top this even a little bit would be the cover of pile driver. Oh yeah. That would make hat. for a good Hogan figure. Yes. The hard hat, like ring skirts has. Yes. I think that would make a great Hogan figure. Like they're really starting to, to run out of Hogan figures to make unless they keep remaking yellow and red Hogan, but mm-hmm. like that pile driver cover would be great. This one I appreciate because he wore that for such a short amount of time and it might've been maybe one feud, but here we have it in 2022 Hogan with fist helmet, which by the way, eventually grew into the fist that was on the SmackDown stage. Little known fact. <laughs> what they do put it in water and it just grew. Hey, I don't know their <laughs> secrets. Oh, <laughs> maybe it met another fist and it made the big i don't know (laughs) Uh, so anyways that's a pretty solid lineup right there we got dewdrops first elite and dragon oz first elite as well we are about to get into the nostalgia segment and this week what did dylan choose we'll find out after this Before we get into the nostalgia segment, we want everybody to head over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Over there, you can find every figure ever made. Right, Dylan? Uh, no, not quite, but most every figure. Most every figure mostly ever made. <laughs> like 96%. 96% of every figure <laughs> ever made over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. But what we want you guys to do is we want you guys to go over there and I'm going to spoil it right here. We want you guys to follow along with the Sharapro figures. 
So Dylan wanted to talk about these. So follow along over at wrestlingfiguredatabase.com. Dylan, it is your floor. All right. So if you are on wrestlingfiguredatabase.com, we are going to go to NJPW, character product. A lot of folks don't know that, but actually Cherpro stands for character product. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we are going to today go through character product series one through 56. So we're going to cover every figure from one through 56. Yeah. So that might seem like a lot, but uh, a lot of series, but it's actually every, the interesting thing about character pro or chair pro is that every single figure made up a series. So one oh. figure is series one, one figure series two, one figure series three. Sometimes there's duplicates. So like if we go and look at uh, the Muda figure, which is series three, there's two Mudas, but that comprises series three. Share Pro ran from 1997 uh, until largely, I believe, about 2002 with the final release of Hiroshi Tanahashi. The reason I picked this is because, one, when I started Wrestling Figure Database, one of the things that I really started to enjoy was learning about new lines. Uh, and SharePro is definitely the most like alarming of all of those. Mm-hmm. The, you, you click into these and you start to see the quality of the figures, the depth and the breadth of the characters available. Yep. And it really kind of like blows your mind. Yeah. And then like when you actually get them in hand. So like I've started, these are my jam. Like you get them in hand and they are just like, there's not a dud in the bunch. Like that's one of the things that I would love for, uh, any listeners to kind of comment on is like, if you think there's a bad chair pro, what is it? I really don't see any that are bad. Mm-hmm. And so what my intention was with, by pulling chair pro to kind of the, the forefront and as the nostalgia is to just kind of bring some more light onto these. I don't want people to start liking them because that'll just drive up their price. <laughs> um, but they're, I want people to know about them mm-hmm. because they're just incredible figures. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling and the history that that federation has is just incredible. And also over there, look at all the different Jushin Thunder Liger figures that are there. You get your first, uh, like you said, Tanahashi. Uh, you even get your first, um, he was the seven foot tall dude in 2007 in WWF. Sing. No, oh, uh, great Kali. Great Kali. Yes. Thank you. Great you, Kali. They he, call him uh what's in this? Uh giant um giant sing. Giant sing, yes. Yes. So you get Great Kali's first figure in a two-pack over there. So there's so many different ways to admire these figures. Jushins, all the Jushins, all the great Mudas. A lot of Anokis, too. I noticed. A lot of Anokis. <laughs> so when I'm looking at it, the ones that I particularly wanted to talk about is if you go to line. And you click superstar figure collection. Uh-huh. That's their like 
if you talk about like elite main line, basic main line, like that's their like bread and butter line. Mm-hmm. And like even from the first figure, which is Ricky Choshu, all the way to like the end, which is Hiroshi Tanahashi, like they're just so darn good. Mm-hmm. And they hit everybody from like Chono, Muda, Liger in so many different formats. And then like these other guys that are largely forgotten. Tiger Mask. Tiger Mask. Uh, Fujinami. Sasaki. One of my favorites for some reason. I don't understand why because I think I've only seen one match ever. But Shinya Hashimoto. And also one thing we also wanted to point out was the two packs. They also came out with two packs. They also they have their single card guys, but they do have two packs. They came out with a Vader and Stu Cold Scorpio. That during the pandemic was going for a lot of money. A lot of these go for a lot of money. Correct. Um, With Junk Shop Dog focusing on his own line of Popey, which was the other line that I honestly considered for this nostalgia segment. Mm -hmm. Um, It's getting harder and harder to find share pros. Yes. Um, I don't want to give my source, but foreign objects on Instagram is an incredible uh, share pro vendor from AJPW, NJPW, uh, and then the unaffiliated ones to mm-hmm. like weird Sofubi stuff, which is like the soft vinyl. Yep. Um, he's just a, a really good vendor for like stuff that you haven't seen before and that you probably want to see. One other thing I wanted to point out, I want to make sure we didn't gloss over. It was the ring. Yes. So there is. Uh, so let's see. Where is the ring? That is, is that the boxed ring, Jeff, that came with the referee figure? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. There's okay. Okay. With Tiger Hattori. Um, and then I think there's another one. I don't know that that's NJPW. Well, NJPW had one. It had their watermark or their logo on it. Yep. So that's the Tiger Hattori ring. And I see a picture uh, online of, uh, I forget his name, but he had basically, this is what I've sold recently. And it's got the, basically his Shara pros in that ring. Oh. And that's kind of one of the, not grail pieces for me, but like one of the things that I would probably like to have over a lot of the rings that I do have. We talked about these a long time ago with uh, Dustin Meyer, um, collector up in Canada. He was on the show to go over these, but I'm glad that you have the database now where people can go on and actually kind of skim through these and see all the ligers, see all the mudas, you know, just kind of get a visual of how good these figures. And I'm glad you brought this to the show tonight. For sure. I was blown away by the likenesses on them too. I was kind of going page by page on your site, Dylan. And I was just like, Wow. Like considering the year these were made, you had mentioned between like 97 and 2002, uh, it was incredible. The likenesses on these, I'm like, holy crap, every one of them, like you said, there's no duds. Everyone is good. But I did have a question about the playability. Uh, Where were they posable? Because based on the pictures, it looks like it's just at the shoulder joints. Nope. So awesome question. And I'm glad that you asked that. And I think that's so there's a few things that I wanted to point out about share pros, which I don't think a lot of people realize. So like in pictures, they can look similar size to elites, but then when you actually receive a package in hand, 
you're like, holy moly, this is a small card. Yep. They're basically like your four inch figures and they are articulated at the shoulders and basically the waist to a okay. certain degree. Okay. Um, that varies based on like the figure that you have. Uh, so let me see Yuji Nagata here, like his waist is pretty poseable. Okay. Uh, and his arms go up and down. Okay. But one of the reasons why I like these, and I alluded to it at the start of our conversation is like, I love LJNs because they don't overcomplicate things. Mm-hmm. Like you right. have two arms and you do a suplex and you have Buddha in this pose and you do a blowing mist. Like with the elites and the ultimates, like I almost get overwhelmed by the amount of possibilities that you have where it's like, I don't know how I would ever play with these. That actually makes a lot of sense. And just kind of going back to the childhood for me, when LJNs went over to Hasbro's, I didn't know how to play with them. You know, it was like, I, Gosh, I, 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 I don't know. These I'm not used yeah. to having a so many points of articulation. I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, that's kind of why I like, um, I love them. Is there like a throwback? Like they, they have these incredible sculpts, but at the same time, they are definitely they're statues, but they're playable. I'm not playing with them. I don't think a lot of people are playing with them, but like at the same time, like they're just, I don't know. They're simple. I think there's a lot, a lot to be said about that in my, my opinion. So how far are you along in your collection on these? I'll never try to collect all of them. What I'm trying to do is really kind of get, so one, I'm another reason I love the database is like, I'm learning constantly about, new wrestlers, Mexican, Japanese, uh, Argentinian. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, I'm, I'm learning a lot about new Japan and what I'm trying to really do is kind of get like the, the main dudes. So like your four pillars of AJPW, your three musketeers of NJPW, and then kind of like your supplementary characters there. What does that ring go for these days? So I had a shot at it a couple years ago for, uh, was it 219 or something like that? It's still boxed and everything. In the, with the referee? With the referee, yes. Wow. There's so one, I saw Sean Ng had one on his site. 389 right now. 389. Okay, okay. So man, I should have purchased it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't was, know. But yeah, that ring has always caught my eye. I've seen it on various web pages or whatever. It's a great looking ring. I love the look of all of the figures in it because it takes me back to my LJN days and Jeff's LJN days where we literally take every figure and just throw it in the ring. Like every time I see that picture, it reminds me of that. So it's a great looking ring. I really do like the look of it. And you said those figures are about four inch. So maybe just a shade taller than the Galoobs. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Got it. So I, I actually got rid of the only Galoob I had, but yeah, um, they're pretty close to the gloob size, maybe a little bit larger. Okay. Um, Got it. I think that's one of the common mis- misconceptions, at least from folks who, who aren't into them, is that they're larger than they are. They're Got it. pretty small figures. 
Do you guys have any? No, I don't have any of those. I do have a couple. I have a couple Mudas and my buddy actually sent me as a Christmas gift one year, uh, Antonio Inoki with the red towel around his neck. I'm still looking for an Inoki. He's definitely part of that list. Gotcha. Yeah. It was Norm sent that over to me as a Christmas present one year. That's awesome. And I know it's still up on my loose shelf. I've got a loose shelf going on. And I can't, I can never take that down because it's one, it's just such a beautiful figure. It's so well done. Like you were talking about with the likeness. So well done. Absolutely love it. Um, so I have a couple of Mudas and that Anoki. I wanted to get Vader and Two Cold Scorpio. The guy jeans are very expensive. Yes, exactly. Because you're getting a lot of the American collectors in on those too. Yeah. Um, I've almost pulled the trigger a couple of times, but then back down. So still kind of keeping my eye on listings, but not going full bore into them. I figure I get enough of those in the other lines. Touche. Where like we've got the uh, Legends Vader, which yeah. I think satisfies that. Although I will say he occupies a weird spot outside of my WCW, outside of my WWF. <laughs> like he's kind of on an island of his own. Um, so he he occupies a unique space but i think he satisfies that itch for me because it's it's such a good figure too yeah oh incredible figure yeah i think it was like was it our figure of the year last year or top it was mine yeah it was mine i believe i believe jeff botched it what did i do and did not give it figure (laughs) of the year I i think that's right dude i think you had a different number one what did I have for number one last year? I, I don't remember, but I don't think it was Vader. I think Dylan's right. I know he was mine, but oh. as soon as he was released, I called it like, this is going to be the best figure of the year for me. Like this is number one in my top 10 and that never changed. Oh, Whoops. I think you did have a different <laughs> one, dude. Was it the Hogan ultimate? No, I can't remember. All I know is uh, it, it wasn't number seven. <laughs> oh, you jerk. <laughs> well, was it slaughter? I thought Vader was mine and slaughter was yours. Was he? I don't know. It was one of ours. One of us botched it. <laughs> we'll, we'll have an, a, an update next week. Yes, yeah, we'll rewind. We'll have to go to our fully posable historian and have them look it up. Steve Hoker. No, I'm Toby. Just go back and... <laughs> <laughs> what I did do is before we jumped on, I did want to go over some eBay prices because I like doing that on this segment. There was a Stan Hansen carded. You know which one I'm talking about, Dylan? Um, I don't, but I can bet that's going to be a pretty penny. You are correct. Last sold listing for Stan Hansen, mint on card, April 19th for $210. Yep. Man. There is in the Sherapo line, an all black Jushin Thunder Liger with silver mask. Last sold eBay listing was on June 12th for $30. So it's a reasonable price. That's not bad at all. No, not at all. Power Warrior, Kensuke Sasaki. Last sold eBay listing was June 13th for $65. And there was there is a Minoru Suzuki, mint on card. The guy had it up for $89.99. He accepted an offer underneath that, I guess. So okay. Minoru Suzuki w- went for, I don't know, let's take a wild shot in the dark for 80. That doesn't seem bad. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. Yeah, that's, those all seem, I mean, aside from like the super expensive one, the Stan Hansen, those all seem reasonable to like jump into a collection. Correct. I got, I'll, I'll brag here. I got this 
Suzuki, an old oh, man, old that... version with the blonde hair, and this Jushin. Uh huh. I think sixty bucks. Not bad. I like that liger both. a lot. That is awesome. Yeah, killer price. It's a beautiful liger. Like he's just waiting to get into the ring with Pillman. That looks great. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. It makes me nervous though. He's got so many like nice little points and stuff yes. like that. That yes. if he falls yep. over, yeah. I've actually got. So one of the bad things about share pros is they only the deluxe versions. So the ones that come with like the square packages have stands and the plastic is fairly pliable. Mm -hmm. So if they stay in the package too long and they get too warm or something like that, they can like not mutate, but (laughs) kind of like deform and they become very, very hard to stand. And like this Minoru Suzuki, I've got him laying down right now (laughs) because (laughs) I don't want him to just smash his face on everything. Yeah, it's, it's funny you mentioned that one of the mint on card great Muda ones that I got, he has a dragon over his right shoulder. I know exactly which one you're talking about. The dragon broke in shipping. Uh, it wasn't the yeah. sell. It wasn't the seller's fault. Oh, it, it wasn't because when he took the pictures, it was there. When I got it, it wasn't. It's not his fault because it because it was still in box. So like the broken piece of dragon is in the packaging. Yeah, it's all loose. You oh, shake that it. sucks. I know it kills me, dude. Dylan, I want to thank you for bringing this to the show tonight, man. It was a good to, a little refresher. As I said, we had uh, Dustin Meyer on to go over those a while back, and it was a good little refresher on those. My pleasure. That's that's all I got, all I got <laughs> to say about that. Well, <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you for uh, thank you for bringing those. So Dylan, in the last segment, you wanted to do something with old San Francisco toy makers, WCW figures. So Scott and I have 33 and a third brain and shared, shared, shared. We have half the brain that you do or whatnot. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So what we did is we reached out to Nate ring skirts for a question uh, regarding old San Francisco toy makers. So Nate obliged and sent in this. So here's the trivia question for tonight. Alrighty, boys, I got a killer case of laryngitis from cursing at Travis Fowler over his hot takes about toys. So this week's question is going to be sent via satellite. This week, we are looking at the old San Francisco toy maker, WCW, LJ. Original, dude. Original. What am I saying? Old. Old? Uh, Well, they are old. (laughs) They are old. They are old. (laughs) Thank you, Dylan. By the way, it's the original San Francisco toys. He put it right here. Not old. (laughs) Stop calling them old. (laughs) Jeez. Selective reading. Wow. He knows me too well. (laughs) Anyways. Thank you, Nate and Dylan. One of the first things that comes to mind when I think of this line is repaint city. It was the first time in my wrestling collecting history that I saw so many repaints released. But there are so many figures that were never repainted. Here are the rules. Figures that may have been re-released but not painted differently can be used. Non-re-released protos do not count. We are only looking at non-posable rubber LJN style figures. Sorry, Scott. Our mom's favorite wrestling figures are not being covered today. (laughs) Darn it. Jesus. (laughs) Darn it. It's working blue. Can you guys name the 10 old? No. 
Oh, original San Francisco toy maker, LJN style figures that were never repainted. Good luck and ding ding. Special edition bonus repainted question. What OSFTM LJN style figure was repainted the most? I count one that was repainted six times in the line. Nate. Holy Christ. Okay. Oh, Oh, boy. Okay, so figures that may have been re-released but not painted differently can be used. So I do have the answers right here, but I have not. Just read them off like we're super cool. (laughs) (laughs) The magic of editing. (laughs) It it would make my editing a lot easier, but we don't. We have. We don't have intelligent, but we got integrity on the show. We do. (laughs) We don't have intelligence. Shit, I just came up with a new slogan. That's perfect. All right. Well, there's a shirt. Okay. Oh, I think I got I got two. Okay. Kevin Sullivan, one of them? No. Okay. I he think they repainted Taskmaster and Kevin Sullivan. Oh, I yep. forgot. Okay. Okay. Steven Regal. Okay. And Bobby Eaton. Who was Bobby Eaton the one that he was packed with? Yep, yes. Sure was. Bobby Eaton. Your special two pack there. Uh, yep. Looking at it right now. Chef's kiss. Bubba Rogers. Ooh, Bubba Rogers. Oh, yes. Uh, Craig Pittman. Pittman. And Alex Wright, too, if I'm not mistaken, was yep. not repainted. Yep. So that gives us five. Yeah. Alex How Wright. How many do we need? Ten. Oh, gee. Was the um, giant repainted? I think there. So there's, I think a giant with beard and without beard. I don't know if that counts. If he knows about that. Is that okay. a Corporal Kirshner figure? <laughs> uh, Luger. Johnny B. Bat? No, Johnny B. Bat has uh, uh, two. He has a blue and a silver. Okay. All right. By the way, I know you guys can't see this because it's an audio podcast. None of us have our phones out. We're all doing this off the top of our heads. We're free balling it. <laughs> Okay, so we have Steven Regal, Bobby Eaton, Bubba Rogers, Craig Pittman, Alex Wright, and Luger. Yes. I think, yeah, Luger's definitely in there. Okay, so we know that Harlem Heat was repainted. We know Nasty Boys were done 9,000 times. Hogan was done a bunch of times. The, the thing that I'm wondering is if there's a different Hogan mold. Well, there was the one with the left arm cocked up. They did the NWO Hogan. But, but I they, think they only did him one time. I, yeah, yeah, but I think it's the same same mold, just a repaint. Okay, okay. Uh, you said Jimmy Hart? Yeah. W- Jimmy Hart's got tan. He's got dark skin. He's got red suit, yellow suit. Okay. Oh, he did have multiple suits. Okay. Okay. Savage was done 19,000 times. Yep. So with Sting, Flair had multiple colored trunks. Sting, yep. yep, sure did. Vader? I think there was only one Vader. I think there was only one Vader. Yeah, I think you're right. All right, we'll go with Vader. How many is that, dude? So Vader Series 2, that's seven. So that's seven. And he said how many? Nine? Ten. 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 (laughs) Three, sir. Oh, so we got three more. Okay. I'm trying to think of that last, like the Heels and Faces series, if any new names popped up in there that we're overlooking. So the Heels were Nasty Boys and Giant. Or no, Baby Faces were Nasty Boys and Giant heels were that's a pretty big set i'm trying to think of wrestlers Mm. who were in there at that time so i'm thinking like 
Pillman, but they never made Pillman. They didn't do um, any of the horsemen except for Flair. Harlem Heat had multiple. Yeah. Is it cheating if I look at my WCW shelf over here? It's not OSFTM. You can look it, at the it, shelf. Yeah, it's a tool at your disposal. It's within eye shot. So, was there any other managers outside of Jimmy? Um, I mean, if you count Kevin Sullivan, he was kind of both, but they didn't uh, do anybody else from the Dungeon of Doom, right? It was just Sullivan. No Kamala, no Tenth. Shark was a proto. It was the proto, right? Yep. So it was Renegade, and he would have been the only one, but they never made him. Well, this is a good one. Leave it to Nate. I every time. Well, also OSFTM. Yes. yes, a very underappreciated line. Agree. Like, I Agreed. I love, I love this line. Well, like you were talking about earlier, Dylan, it was the simplicity of it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That might be all I've got, gents. I think same. Yeah. I I have Pittman staring at me right there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, he also asked. Can you guys name the 10 OSFTM LJN style figures that were never repainted? Oh, wait, that was the question. No. <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs> that was not a bonus. <laughs> That's our torture right now. <laughs> Sorry, special edition bonus repainted question. What OSFTM's LJN style figures was repainted the most? I count one that was repainted six times. Was that Savage? It would have been Savage. I'm going to guess Sting. I think Sting's probably correct. Oh, how about Sting as the UK Galoob? Where he's in the most muscular. Would that count? Uh, towards our... Yeah. Oh. Oh. Our total count. So oh. I think we're up to eight. Ooh. We're up to eight. Oh, wait, there you but, go. But they repainted. The, that's not a repaint. No, that's, that's a, a oh. different a re-release. That's a different mold. Yeah, he's got the jacket on. Jacket thing. Okay, great Good call. call. Okay, so, okay that's, so we got eight. So is there Does any... that get the juices flowing? Are we going to find nine and ten here? Well, the question... I have no, no juice. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sting could be the most repaints because he appeared in single packs. Yes. And tag team packs. Right. Whereas like Booker T, Stevie Ray, they definitely had a ton of repaints. All right. Are we, are we tapping out on that? We're sticking at eight. I don't want to tap out. I don't want to either. Savage only had one pose, right? Yeah. It was that he only had the one. Yeah. Yes. This, right? Oh, I thought he was... Uh, or I think he was one up, and then... Well, then there might be another... I think there might be Heel Savage that had... The different I'll, pose? Oh. I'll put, I'll put that down. Okay. So no Jim Duggan, no Paul Orndorff, no Rick Rude. No Steamboat. No Steamboat. I'm going to put Macho down as a uh, question mark. Yeah, a possible number nine. Correct. Mm. No Dusty... And they never did Piper, huh? Mm-mm. No, they never did Piper. Do we tap hmm. out it? Do we tap out there? I think so, man. I don't think yeah. I can get it. Okay. Yeah. Great question, Nate. But now I'm on the hunt. Okay. <laughs> so I have the answers right here. OSFTM I'm... answers. Spoiler alert. This is the email with the answers. <laughs> <laughs> I love Nate. Jeff, if you are reading this ahead of time before the challenge, so help me, Vince, I will come after you. Play fair. He actually typed that out. <laughs> oh, wait, there's more. Seriously, Jeff, don't be a train swinging jerk. Play fair. <laughs> a tra- <laughs> I get there. that reference. <laughs> In okay. the dome. OSFTM with 
without repaints, the 10. Hogan, double bicep, re-released but not repainted. Another Hogan exists with a different mold. Oh. Vader, re-released but not repainted. There you go. Okay. Big Bubba Rogers, we got that. Got that. Craig Pittman, got that. Sting, great call, double bicep with coat. Okay. Yep. Giant, re-released but not repainted. Oh, so it was giant. Yeah. We we had giant on our radar. I'm gonna have to because the question was about beard or no beard. Yep. Uh the blue bloods, Steven Regal and got that. Bobby yep. Eaton. And last is Lex Luger. So we actually did pretty good. Interesting. Okay. okay. So this Hogan that he was talking about, which one is that? I so Hogan series two has double bicep. I remember that one now because they. I remember that being so close. Hogan series three is this. Ah, okay. So we missed Hogan. Got it. We missed Hogan. I'm I'm still still wondering about this giant. If there was like a beard, no beard, like a Corporal Kirshner type of thing. So he said re-released, but not repainted. Hmm. Do you want me to go to the bonus questions too? Let's do it. All right. Bonus question. Ric Flair appears to be repainted six times and is the most in this line. Rick at six? Six Ric Flair, light blue, black boots, purple, green, red, dark, blue, and white boots. The rest of the line with multiple repaints. Four Nasty Boys, black, orange, green, yellow, Jimmy Hart, two Johnny B. Bads, white and blue, silver and black, Kevin Sullivan, arms down, black, dark, blue, red, Six Ric Flair, we mentioned that one. Four Stings, arms down, blue, yellow, pink, green pants from Hogan two-pack, black pants, Hogan two-pack. Four Machos, red, yellow, series three, inverted from previous, silver NWO Hogan two-pack, black and white, three Harlem Heats, two Hulk Hogan's one arm up, red pants, yellow shirt, NWO, and two Stings, NWO white, NWO red. Hmm. Okay. Is he counting the NWO stings as different from Sting? That's what I. That's the way it looks like here. We'll have to get clarification mm. from Nate. All right. All right. Tough one. That yeah. Was, no, that was great. That was really good. I love that line. I know a lot of people don't care for it, but oh no, we were big fans. Loved it. Really? Was oh, it yeah. crazy about the oh. ring? Oh, we pretty much had all of them. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know much- if I'd picture you guys as fans of that. Oh, no, totally. Yeah, we were actually buying those at Kmart as soon as they came out. We were buying all wrestling figures. It didn't matter. Like We bought that Hogan and Rodman two-pack, too. That really lame one. Jeff that... would be like more of a Toy Biz guy. Uh... <laughs> How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> I invite you on the show. <laughs> Suddenly, Jeff is editing Dylan out of this episode. He's like, no special guest this week. <laughs> Just long pauses of silence. Speaking of which, though. This is one of the reasons why I love doing the database is just discovered literally, I think last Friday, 1997 WCW OSFTM heavyweight championship buckle with Hollywood Hulk Hogan and Sting. So it's these buckles with like a mini Hogan and a mini Sting. And then there's a tag team buckle with a mini Nash Hall and Nasty Boys. I'd never seen them before. That's so cool. I've never seen that. It's those like 
weird little ones that just come out of nowhere that people don't really see very often that I hope to kind of like shine a light on. Yeah. So Dylan, where does Toy Biz lie in your figure fandom? Were you a Toy Biz fan? Did you have any of them? No, Toy Biz is garbage. Oh, okay. (laughs) Did we just become best friends? (laughs) Yeah. Suddenly Dylan is back on the show. (laughs) Do you want to build bunk beds? (laughs) Yeah. Um, The only one I've owned ever is uh, a Chris Benoit from, I think, a two-pack, maybe. It's an okay figure. doesn't really resemble him. But, yeah, no, it's not my jam. We were talking about Mattel just having way more hits than misses. Toy Biz had way more misses than hits. <laughs> I I think that's a fair assessment. Thank you. You know what? Dylan is the new co-host of the Fully Posable Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> My job has been taken. <laughs> they're not they're not bad figures, but no, I think bad. that is a really fair assessment. And I'll be honest, I I haven't seen a lot of like I think the the test is in hand. And I haven't seen too many of them in hand. Ignore series one Lex Luger. It is one of the most garbage figures of all time. It's awful. The evolution of Sting, that one's excellent. That one's good. The Rick Steiner, the gargoyle Rick Steiner, that one's excellent. Okay, now I'm done about Toy Biz because that's all that was good. (laughs) So anything from 99 on? Yeah, that's where you're looking. Yep. I'm glad they redeemed themselves with uh, TNA. Mm. I, Ooh, I, suddenly your enemies again. Oh, well, now, <laughs> now Dylan's off the show again. God, <laughs> <laughs> More silence. <laughs> uh, Dylan, you've put together a hell of a website, man. We do appreciate it. And I know a lot of collectors do appreciate it as well. A lot of people are, as you were talking about earlier, a lot of people go to your website just constantly day in, day out, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of views a day clicks on that website. And you've put together a hell of a tool for all of us collectors. Well, thank you, Jeffrey Toon. I appreciate that. That's me. (laughs) No. Um, And just to anybody who's hearing this, who maybe hasn't visited the site, uh, this definitely is a community thing. I can't do this as one person, like filling in the gaps and making sure that we have everything or like illuminating lines that I don't know about. I can't profess to know everything. Mm -hmm. Um, That's something that I look to the community for. Mm -hmm. Um, Everybody's been incredible, but if you have something, don't be afraid to like come to me and just say like, Hey, this micro that I know nobody is going to give a shit about like tackle that. And it might not happen immediately, but like I will get to it. Um, So just feel free to let me know and contribute where you can. And to everybody who has helped, thank you so much. Uh, Yeah. Do you need a pictures of an articulated LJN Hulk Hogan prototype? Um, yes, I do. Okay. He's only got one arm, but <laughs> I don't want that then. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, so there's, yeah, there's something, uh, yep. Never. We can take that offline, but yeah, there's some things that I, um, I don't know whether to put up 
or not. And I that, get it. The articulated ones, like the vehicles, that's there. Those are the ones that like straddle that line. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, send them to me if they're nice and I'll, yeah, I'll do it. I just have one picture of the Hogan. Um, I do have the George Steele that was in commercials. That was also in catalogs so. with the painted hair but on the chest, you, right? But don't you own it, Jeff? Yeah, yeah, I do. So if you want, if so you need, I, I'm, I'm saying you like like sexy glamour shots. <laughs> Wait, of me or George Steele? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm in. No, neither of articulated Hulk of articulated Hulk Hogan. <laughs> uh, I was like, you can subscribe to my OnlyFans page if you want. <laughs> Here we go. I'm sorry. Go. I'm sorry. Oh, boy. <laughs> if you need the pictures, just hit me up, dude. I'll. Uh, I will. I'll All get right. them over to you. I'll so. send you a message. <laughs> <laughs> boy, that just went off the rails quick. Anyway, sideways quick. I want to thank Dylan for being on the show, but we must round it out and we will round it out with wrestlingtoytracker.com. We want you guys to head on over there. If you are on the hunt for any, any figures from LJN's glues, toys, toy biz. I'm a, you see Dylan, you got toy biz on my head now. <laughs> you love toy biz. I don't. You stop that right now, Scott. Dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me start that over. LJN's Gloobs, Hasbro's Joyce Toys, Bendoms. That's what I was going for. Defining Moments and Retro. So if you're on the hunt for that, look over at Wrestling Toy Tracker if you are looking to buy in and start those collections. Also, we want to run down the podcasting buddies really, really quick. We got Breaker and Bane. You got Breaker doing the side project. You know it's fake, right? You got Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast, Chick-fil-A Show, Wrestling Cheers, RJ over at Ringside Rant. We got Marty and Rucker doing Boots to the Face. Tim is pulling up a chair. Dylan, you've been on that show. Yes, I have. He's a fantastic dude. Nice guy. He's in our Fantasy Baseball League, too. Is he? Yes. He's doing well. He's, huh. he's doing pretty good. I used to, used to do the fantasy thing. Uh, football, baseball, basketball? Both. Oh. BC, before children. Ah, <laughs> the good makes- old days <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah tim's a great guy we got in the marbles pod with soda hunter and ethan check out drunk wrestling history and also check out marty and sarah love wrestling scott roll call yes gonna throw it out to jason wolf if you need artwork jason is your guy give him a follow on his social media accounts at the art of jason wolf get in touch with them get some artwork he's our artist he should be yours too you can also check out his custom chop shop where he's doing custom Hasbro figures. Great work over there, Jason. We love you over here at the Fully Posable Podcast. Again, Jason Wolf at the Art of Jason Wolf. And finally, Jeff Outsiders Beard Co. If you need those. Outsider Beard Products. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, We're going to get waxes. Waxes. And oils. Oils. Keep our beards looking fresh. We'll keep your beard looking fresh. I don't have a beard. And Neither does fresh. And smelling fresh. Yes. So we don't want... Our because beard. Jeff, because because Jeff, you don't want your beard hairs. Don't want our beard hairs smelling, smelling like your like butt hairs. hairs. <laughs> Outsidersbeardco.com. All right, you're Did... gonna have it. I think ten more episodes. You'll have that bit down. I'll do it when you do the intro. Yep, not gonna happen. Okay. And Jeff, that rounds out roll call. Dylan, I've got to ask, how many Mexican pizzas did you have when it came back for a quick second? Oh, you guys are going to go from like. 60 to zero right now or Uh-oh. what is it 
Midnight to six. <laughs> uh, zero. Oh, I don't really eat fast food. Oh, all. good for you, dude. Yeah. So no Mexican pizzas. All right. Well, when it comes back in the fall, I, re- I remember them, but yeah, it's been a, been a while. Good for you, man. That's awesome. Is it? It's hard to avoid. <laughs> for me, it's just hard to avoid. I can't. Well, especially with in and out burger out here. Well, yeah, for sure. But that's not even, I don't consider that fast food, honestly. Yeah, it's a, yeah. I mean, it could be considered such, and I see the argument for it, but compared to like McDonald's or Burger King, like the burger is just not to offend any Whataburger fans out there, but I don't know. It's just, it's fresh every time they're actually cutting potatoes in front of you, making French fries that they it's are like immediately a five serving. guys situation. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Where it's kind of like a step above fast food. If you ask me, I understand Dylan, are you coming out here for WrestleMania next year? Man, that's one of like the things that I uh, I'm bummed about, and why I like doing this type of thing is I I just don't have the time to travel. Understood. And so I love connecting with you guys through this, through Twitter, and through everything else. But yeah, I um I stay pretty local when it comes to traveling for for events. Unfortunately, completely understand, man. Gotcha. Sucks. I've sure. never been to a WrestleMania. Bucket list. Uh, do you guys want to send like random email to my wife? Just be like, uh, <laughs> he deserves this. We <laughs> demand Dylan's presence. Our, our <laughs> Gmail account is anonymous WFP. At He's, done. <laughs> He's done so much. <laughs> He's helped the community so much. Or we could just pull like an old school and roll up in a van, kidnap you and just drive to LA. That would be better. Yeah. <laughs> we'll send a ransom note. Yeah. uh but dylan i do want to thank you for being on the show man it's great having you on man thank you for reaching out yeah thank you guys thank you dylan so uh scott for episode 336 anything else stay safe stay healthy fig life since 2016 and happy toy hunting I want to thank Dylan one more time for being on the show. And I want to thank everybody that has been on the summer of saying, dude, love hashtag fig life. Adios. Uh, Let's go. Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP. Fully poseable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.